Welcome back to the One Star Podcast with your host, Robert D. Johnstone. Episode 23, Therapists. Kelly, nine reviews. This is appalling. Staff are horrendous. The management team are a disgrace. They themselves actually cause mental health issues for the families having to deal with their incompetence, neglect and unprofessionalism. Connie Obad is a disgrace and should be stuck off completely, unacceptable, totally failed our family member. It's just heartbreaking what these people have allowed and the support they give to incompetent staff is quite frankly more than they ever gave our family member. Jonah Lamas, six reviews. My therapist, Kelly Gonzalez, ghosted me twice after knowing my car blew up and I really needed to talk to her. She was non-responsive for two weeks and only responded once I sent her a photo of my car in flames. When I did intake, I told her about my last therapist would cancel without warning and how it made me really distressed, and this therapist did same thing during critical moments. This experience was absolutely devastating, and I wouldn't recommend this facility to anyone. Jennifer Rodriguez Flores, two reviews. I was referred by Kaiser, they were prano in answering my calls, and sending over intake forms. However, they kept getting my email wrong and sending emails that pertain to me and other people's emails. Huge HIPPA violation. My therapist didn't show up to the initial session and claimed someone from Silver Lake Psychology deleted me off her calendar for the session. When I called Silver Lake back to fix the issue, they didn't show up as cancelled or deleted on their end and told me I had two more sessions already scheduled, which I never booked. The whole experience was awful, and I will not be going back. Response from the owner of Silver Lake Psychology. This is incorrect. We take patient privacy seriously. We have investigated the claim and found it false. There has been no HIPPA violation. Tracy Davis, 34 Reviews. I have called at least 10 times! You can never get hold of a live person! They do not return calls! Is this supposed to be for mental health? Unacceptable! Response from the owner of Silver Lake Psychology. We have 10 employees answering the phones. We also have a live person on chat. I do not see your name on our call log. Are you sure you're calling us? There is a business with a similar name, and they do not have a receptionist. Our number is 310-879-804. Christine Frenza, 15 reviews. Pretty sure their billing department was designed to gaslight you into needing more sessions. Truly incompetent people, never-ending notifications even with auto payments set up, and constantly having to fight charges. Ridiculous. Stephanie Leono, 3 reviews. I have been trying to get an appointment with a therapist. After my Kaiser referral, it's been on months without getting a call back. Daniel Prunia, one review. A nightmare on Elm Street would never go back to them. Sammy Rabinowitz, one review. They connected me with a therapist who never even turned on his camera during our session, let alone say anything interesting during our conversation. After asking to switch therapists, they put me on a wait list because no one else is available. 
If one this person is a sweetheart though, so thank God for him. Kelsey Mayer, one review. When someone is looking for psychiatrists, they shouldn't have their time wasted by money-hungry companies trying to bait and switch them. This company clearly labeled themselves as being within network for multiple insurance companies, and then merely add an asterisk further down noting that this is in fact completely false. Stop trying to take advantage of people and wasting their time only to try and collect direct out-of-pocket payments because you're too lazy slash greedy to work with the insurance companies. Furthermore, to lie to them about the fact that you're doing so and mark yourselves as in-network is just disgusting. Amorai Nicole H. Two reviews. I was an attendee for one year at this uh, program, in which you would assume would be for help with self-benefit as the court or independently signed up for. As getting into a bit of legal trouble, this was the only program. I was told if something happens I have to miss a class, it would be possible to make it up, but they failed to mention you have to speak Spanish, meanwhile, during the English classes, her accent is so strong nobody knows what she is saying. They took my money for a year, wrote false reports, and kicked me out of the class for wearing the same thing as everyone else in class. Yoga pants, shorts. I am slim and feel discrimination at this place. She would trap you for your money, and like I said, if you're anything but her native language, she will screw you. I promise you. Janetta Bracey, two reviews. This place is not a good counselling service. She talks down to you and interrupts when you're communicating, but somehow, but somehow we are supposed to be learning how to communicate and react more appropriately, etc. She judges others and can't keep things confidential. She's very harsh and rude, and it doesn't come from logic, it comes from ego. I really don't appreciate this building and how they operate and treat us. Do not come here if you're serious about mental or emotional growth. I wish I could tell my judge, but I'm not sure how to proceed with that. I'm going to catch up to my fees and get referred somewhere else. Save your time, she degrades people for real life experiences, and I don't think good people work here at all. Rosario Mendoza, seven reviews. The owner of Addis Pratt is called to intimidate me in January because there were some insurance issues in which my insurance was not updating the payments properly. I had had this argument with him like five times before. He called me personally after his work hours, lied and intimidated me over the phone and said that he could not pay Maria, the girl that was my therapist. And what are we going to do about it? Because he can't pay Maria and he's not been paying for her services, which we know her lies because it would be a violation of a CA labor laws. And he does not have the money to pay the therapist, and does not like to be out of his money. Oliver is said in a demeaning manner. Then when I told him that I called the insurance many times, and explained what the insurance said, and how they would resolve it, he almost yelled at me over the phone. And to top it up, he told the therapist to no longer see me, and then told me that she was fully booked every time I reached out. Don't go here if you want to be intimidated by a rude and lying owner at the mental health practice who's going to gaslight you and intimidate you. Go elsewhere. Also, I've proved that my conversation I had on my call log was a freedom of fucking speech. Dina Bellet, 54 reviews. 
Dr. Margot Brink was terrible. She cancelled sessions without telling me. There were people walking around in the background. Her advice was unhelpful and mean-spirited. Ada Yedexio Glue. Six reviews. Beware! This is a business that does not provide receipts for the payments made. When I first visited One Therapy's website, I saw the bottom right corner they had a Google rating of 4.9. I was immediately convinced and was hopeful to receive a decent service from this company. However, later on I realized that this was only the average of very old reviews and if you click all the reviews you can see the current rating of the company is actually a 4.3. I perceive this as fraud! If I'd seen the actual rating and reviews, I would have given it a second thought. When I booked my first session, the only information I received was as follows. Our fee for your initial consultation will be £80. We accept cash and most credit and debit cards. I attended the session and just one minute before my time was up, Ben Marks rushed me to make a decision before I could understand what was happening. £160 was taken out of my account. If I was informed about this before my session had started, I would have been able to make a decision without feeling pressured. However, I believe this is left to the end of the session as you tend to think if you don't carry on with the sessions you still have to pay £80 for nothing. The second week before my session started another £80 was taken from my account. I was told this was for the upcoming week's session. However, I was never able to understand why I had to pay for two sessions in advance. I believe this leaves the patient feeling untrusted and causes a lot of anxiety as mentioned in previous comments by other patients. I was also not informed until the second appointment that my only available session would be the same day and time every week and that I had no option to cancel it. I would also appreciate it if they provided receipts for payments. I made requests a few times and they were always ignored. I was never able to understand why my money was taken by my therapist and not the company. I could pay the therapist in cash but couldn't transfer the money into the company's account. I guess that's a question I'll never be able to answer. I was never treated with kindness and respect in every communication, as it states in Duane's response. I was mostly ignored and never received an apology regarding their deceptive statements about their payment and cancellation policy. I never received phone calls from Duane as my number automatically does not accept calls from private numbers. I advised him not to hide his number when calling me, but this was also ignored. I have asthma and was told by a doctor to self-isolate after the virus outbreak. I tried contacting the manager to discuss my circumstances, however my requests were ignored by the secretary and I was forced to have this discussion with my therapist instead. I did not hear back from Dwayne Jackson until I decided to take legal action to get my cancelled sessions money back. My concerns regarding my illness were ignored and I was called to his office to discuss the issue mid-March. In the end, after a few weeks of constant emailing, I was finally able to get my money back. I was informed that as he states in his email, in cases where clients end therapy for health reasons, we always, underlined, refund any money that had been paid in advance. I am quite surprised this is how he prefers to describe this as a gesture of goodwill. Duane's response to my review is grossly unfounded in many ways. I haven't had a very positive experience with the company after ending my sessions, and this has given me anxiety attacks for the first time in my life. I had to see another therapist to overcome this issue. I initially rated the service three stars, however after seeing another therapist I was able to compare the two and realise that one therapy actually deserved one star. Horrible experience. Won't return and won't recommend. As my comment is still up here, I don't think Google agrees with you. Sorry Mr Jackson.
response from the owner of One Therapy London. Dear Ada, our therapists work to provide warm and effective support for every client who comes to us. We've been helping people in London for almost 20 years and we have an excellent reputation for taking care of our clients. You visited our office only twice in 2020. From the beginning, you were angry, vengeful and inappropriate. There is no other way to describe our experience of you and we have many threatening emails from you you sent to us during that period. We tried our best to resolve your concerns and at all times were professional, diplomatic and polite with you. You were consistently rude, demanding, threatening and aggressive. You asked five of your friends who had never visited our offices to post fake one-star reviews of our services. Your malicious, vengeful behaviour is on an extraordinary scale. Your review is dishonest. You begin your review by saying that we do not provide receipts to our clients. We provide receipts to our clients at all times, why wouldn't we? Your lies, I'm afraid, make no sense. Your review, your emails and your malicious online behaviour was reported to Google. Google has responded to our report by removing your friend's five-star fraudulent reviews. Your review was allowed to remain online as, it seems, even vindictive, dishonest people have the right to leave vicious online reviews. Jessica Vasquez, 19 reviews. If I could, I would give them no stars. You're not able to speak to anyone directly. They will make you fill out the form, I did, and I still never heard back. What the point in being open? Don't even waste your time trying to get help. They won't reply. Jeremy Blong, 31 reviews. Completed the form to be contacted with very clear details of my desire to use Medicare or cash pay. If need be, start doing therapy again. Received one and only response with some generic message about not accepting my insurance. To which I responded saying cash pay is fine while reiterating that I already previously mentioned I can pay out of pocket. Which they seemingly don't read and asking to set up an appointment with no response back. I'd highly recommend finding some intake technicians that actually are coherent and actually do the job slash task at hand. It's unbelievable how difficult it is to get your mind right and embark on a journey of recovery, but I think having the expectations of a response at least of a minimum is pretty reasonable, right? Unreal. I have not undergone therapy here yet, FYI, this is just my initial experience trying to orchestrate an initial intake. Jeremy Blong Austin, two reviews. Very disappointing experience. I called the new patient appointment line and left a message. I got a call back in 24 hours and was told that they have one clinician accepting new patient and that person doesn't take my insurance. I found this odd as I checked with my insurance company already. There are six providers, out of eight, in this clinic that accept my insurance, and all six of them are listed as accepting new patients. But, okay, no problem. I asked about the waiting list, and was told they don't have one. I asked, how then does one get treatment? And was told, it's complicated. I was then told that some of the providers do keep waiting lists, not just the six that take my insurance because of restrictions on their specialities, and I have no idea what that means. Other things I have no idea about, if the majority of your providers are full, why not put that on your website, or in a voicemail? 
How does anyone actually get any services here? Do they just give new appointments to the next person they call? Why aren't they telling insurance that they're not taking patients? Throughout the conversation, I felt like she was bored, annoyed, and trying to get me off the phone ASAP. Sorry for trying to buy the thing you're selling, I guess. Asking for help is hard. Why would you want to make it harder? It would be so easy to just being honest up front about their lack of availability. I've been in social services for 15 years, and nothing about this feels ethical. Sarah Shoot. 10 reviews. Jason is a misogynist. Not helpful for women. I feel used by that practice. Harvey Norris. One review. Grace Horowitz scheduled two separate intakes with me. The first she texted four or five hours later after hours, and she said she'd got disorganised and rescheduled for the same time the following week. Only this time she did not show, nor call or email, and it's been over a week since the appointment was supposed to be. Super unprofessional practice being run here, and quite frankly a downright danger to the community. If you're too disorganised to show up for two appointments at the same time two weeks in a row, maybe a field where people rely on you isn't the right one. I couldn't possibly recommend this establishment or Grace to anyone struggling with mental health issues, as urgent care can probably provide more support with their on-staff social worker than a therapist that you have to pull teeth just to ever be seen or followed up with. Jenny Kurz. Two reviews. Terrible experience with Dacia Star. Not worth my time, energy, or money. She could not even get my partner's name right, and she forgot our sessions and continually showed up late. Not a professional, and not someone you can trust with your relationship. Laura Arnold. Eight reviews. I wish I could give this clinic more stars, however I cannot. I don't usually write reviews, and especially do not like to write negative reviews. After having an especially stressful Christmas, followed by panic attacks, a course of treatment I was uncomfortable with was suggested to me. I took a break from the counsellor I was working with. As a result, when I came back to the clinic to express what had happened and ask for another provider to work with, I was asked to provide feedback on what I was looking for. I provided honest feedback and was told I would be working with someone new. After waiting a week, I was told that person could not handle someone like me, so I would be going to someone else. After waiting another week and checking back in, I was told that I would not be seeing that person either due to a former and no longer relevant conflict of interest, and also they felt their clinic could not help me because I needed more help than they could offer. To be clear, I have depression and generalised anxiety, and during Christmas I had more depression than normal and more anxiety than normal. At no point was I ever unstable or at the worst point of depression than I have been at all in the past. I am very well versed in my disease, and I am an adult that has been living with this since I was a child, and have worked with many counsellors who have done work with me and have listened and provided supportive care, I did not get upset at any of them nor express any negative feelings even when they suggested a treatment plan that made me deeply uncomfortable. Yet they still said they were not equipped to help me even with basic depression and anxiety spells that were a little more intense than normal. 
To me, this seems like a clinic that is for patients that are not experiencing any current symptoms of their disease, and I feel I should be placed somewhere on their website or in their information to prevent these situations from happening with others. I'm sorry that I have to give this bad star review. Sarah Dobie was very kind in her communication, and I'm sure she is personally a great counsellor, but she is not who I have worked with. She is just who ended up having to deliver the news for others. In my four reviews. A therapist who teaches passive income but decries capitalism clearly doesn't understand how to help people. His lack of education and experience outside the United States exposes his lack of thought and empathy in his therapy practices. I'm very curious where his credentials come from and how he still has them. Shannon, 38 Reviews I had a disappointing experience with a therapist via telehealth. This happened in 2021 and I needed a lot of time to process it. I'm not going to file an official complaint or name them, but I do want to warn others about how therapy can potentially harm clients. I saw this therapist virtually almost weekly for about a year and a half. What ended up being our last session went like this. The therapist waited until the end of the session to bring up a topic that they knew would upset me. After I became distressed, they quickly judged me harshly about something which completely caught me off guard. The therapist actually laughed at me and forced me into an argument that I was not prepared for. The therapist seemed to enjoy this interaction and acted extremely careless, smug and passive-aggressive. In the past, if the therapist wanted to challenge me, they would kindly say so, but it didn't happen this time. I felt like I was being cornered and victim-blamed. The therapist's tone and approach was very different to the one I'd gotten used to. After our quick argument, it was time to end the session and we both said goodbye. I knew that this would be our last interaction because I no longer felt safe with this person. I also want to mention that we had planned to meet in person for the first time in the next session, so they did this knowing how awkward our first in-person session would be. It felt like a weird power play in order to put me on the defensive. I decided to access their notes about me and read through them. Not surprisingly, the note about the last session didn't mention the argument at all, but it did acknowledge my emotional dysregulation, which they helped me initiate. This was helpful information for me because it told me that this therapist will do things in session that they will selectively leave out of their notes, and this is completely illegal. I think it's reasonable for me to feel unsafe in that type of situation. Also, I noticed many things in the notes were just not true. The therapist was filling in the blanks based on limited information and pushing their own narrative about me. Who would benefit from this? Looking back, there were many things the therapist did that were unprofessional and unhelpful. They often talked down to me as if I were a child, or someone with limited intelligence. They had noted I had AVERAGE INTELLIGENCE so my guess is that they decided to treat me with a low level of respect meant for someone who is just not smart enough to notice it. Looking back, I realised that I let a lot of things slide because I didn't understand how disrespectful they were at the time. I believe that many people who have experienced emotional abuse would agree that this is a common problem for them. 
I was really struggling and didn't have the capability to manage the therapist's professionalism as well as my own unpredictable intense emotions. Other unprofessional behaviour included the following. The therapist rolled their eyes at me many times. They would often talk to me in a condescending and patronising tone. Their phone would usually ding each session and they would check it. One time they asked me if I slept with clothes on or off and the conversation didn't go anywhere or have any point. One time they asked me if I slept with clothes on or off and the conversation didn't go anywhere or have a point. They forgot things I had told them and I had to repeat myself many times which was frustrating. I believe the therapist summed me up, didn't pay any close attention to details and decided to put me in my place. I understand that this is up to me to work on myself especially when I have access to lots of free information and tools. What I learned from this particular therapist is that people including mental health professionals will treat you with a level of disrespect that you allow. A note to therapists, please understand that just because you have knowledge, training and credentials doesn't mean that trust is assumed. It still needs to be earned. You are treating very vulnerable and traumatised people and doing the bare minimum and it's just not good enough. Kate Vincent. Three reviews. Melissa Alvarez is a therapist and is lying to my daughter. I understand supporting your patient but actively lying is unethical. Be careful if you go to this place. Sky. Eight reviews. I thought I was finally going to get help for my ADHD medication so that I can function. I have been trying to find someone who can medicate me for years. I thought that I finally get it today, but then my med management guy said that I needed to improve my depression and anxiety first. I have been on and off numerous medications to try and help my depression and anxiety. I haven't had any medication that works for over 10 years. Having my ADHD medication would help my mood and I was re-diagnosed by one of their ADHD specialists who confirmed that I have it but I cannot get the help I need. I am starting to lose hope that I will never feel better. Such a letdown. Barry Bryan. Two reviews. Typical mental health professionals aren't supposed to cause panic attacks, but we here at Lifestands Health do things a bit different. Stephen Cole. Twenty reviews. Great place if you want to be treated like trash. Megan Trotter and Andrea Domo would not be missed if they were to die in a grease fire accident whilst visiting McDonald's. Luke O'Donoghue. Three reviews. Had a severe mental breakdown towards the end of 2019 and scoped out quite a few different therapists in the Portland area. Went to a few sessions with Western Psychological and decided after a couple of months to go with a different therapist at wise counsel and comfort that met my needs better. Flash forward to October 2020 and I get a surprised call from a collection agency saying I have an account past due with them and I owe them $65. Pretty certain I paid for each of my appointments up front, but even then, it'd have been nice for them to actually reach out to me by phone instead of calling me to send me a message straight out of collections. Wasn't a particular fan of the setup of the place either. Too noisy and unpersonable. The therapist I saw was more interested in getting me out the door than any realistic treatment plan. Jessica Mills Seeks reviews Do not care about their patients at all! Cancelled my appointment with no notice and no option to reschedule in as rude a condescending way as possible. Avoid! Literally go anywhere else! 
Whoever Megan is, she should not be working in this industry, nor any that requires human contact. Be green. One review. I love my therapist here, but they wanted her to sign a contract that was so bad she left the company. They also always had to have my legal name on everything, so every time I got an email or reminder, it had my legal name on and not my preferred name. Even the text they sent asking for me to leave this review had got my legal name on it. The individual therapists are good, the company sucks. There's definitely other clinics that do a better job at respecting you as a person. Nico Andros, one review. Initial experience here was uh, really good. Uh, I even ended up with my first therapist that I actually felt was help going to get me better. But I brought up the fact that I thought I had BPD and they didn't even spend five minutes on it. I was running down the list of criteria and immediately discounted it as if even being a possibility. Partially my fault considering I downplay the anger I experience, but after one psychotic episode, due to a lot of paranoia, initially brought on by homework I was doing for them, I was dropped before I was even mentally well enough to know what was truly going on. Now I feel like I can't or shouldn't reach out to this place as an option, even under a different therapist. And other place I ended up going with after, Wild Heart Society, hasn't got back to me for months. Amanda Toma, two reviews. The only reason I've continued to use lifestyle therapists and psychology is because I love my therapist and have been seeing him for years, even before he moved to lifestyle. Everything else about life stance is kind of awful, especially the billing department. It's so hard to get a hold of anyone. I've had to go through several people just to get the right person on the phone. Pa payments aren't always reflected correctly. Been trying to dispute a payment that was never posted or reflected on my account. I'm hoping my therapist will leave so I no longer will have to deal with their lack of communication or follow through. Do better life stance. Be green. One review. I saw David for accelerated resolution therapy. He was on his computer the entire time I was doing the eye movements. He just typed away until the set was finished. Sometimes he'd forget about me and the set would go on too long. He didn't ask me any questions so I doubt all the typing had anything to do with me. He was just using my therapy time to do other work. He was a very nice guy and all, he just didn't seem all that interested and wanted to get some work done during my session. I didn't feel it helped me. Response from the owner of Trauma Focused Therapy, David Ebar. Hello W, I'm sorry your experience was so par. I do take notes during the session but without knowing your specific case I can't say what happened there. I generally don't ask a lot of questions during the procedure. Uh, I'm glad to talk to you directly about the session and respond to your observations. Uh, I'm truly sorry it was not the best experience for you. The procedure itself is quite remarkable and it might be that uh, there's a better therapist providing ART for you. Feel free to reach out again or go to the ART website to find another provider who might be a better fit for you. Thank you for your comment here. Ruthie Crawford. Three reviews. Davey was highly recommended to me and I was very excited to meet him. 
I noticed all of us reviews of three, six and nine years ago. Maybe things have changed. I had three meetings with him, really trying to give it a chance. All three times he was disorganised and distracted. He read back my trauma event that I'd written down on an intake form back to me at each session as though he was reminding himself of what we were doing. He didn't really ask me any questions or seem particularly concerned at what had happened. During the EMDR, done virtually where you watch a dot move across the screen as you relive the event, I could see him typing on his computer. Seriously. And several times he told me he'd have to leave for a minute and we'll be right back. Generally, I think that a person purposefully reliving trauma during therapy would highly benefit from a therapist being present with them as they're doing it. He'd come back and say, Okay, did this time work? Do you feel any better? The worst thing really that he was asking several times. So it's been four years since this happened and you're still really upset. Which felt very invalidating and almost like he thought it was something wrong with me for being traumatised. Still, my sibling committing suicide and yes I'm still very upset. He asked for no details of the event and didn't try to connect with me at all as far as I could tell. It sounds like he'd helped many people. Just saying my experience with him is not good and it was actually really upsetting. I don't normally write reviews, especially if they're negative. But experiencing trauma and trying to heal are really significant and delicate things. So it feels important to put out there. Response from the owner of trauma-focused therapy, David Ebor. This balmy bitch again. Uh, Ruthie, thank you very much for your review. I appreciate that my approach might not be the best fit for everyone. I'm very focused in my work and uh, addressing specific symptoms. At each session, I want to make sure we are focused on the issues most important for you. So I do like to verify and uh, focus on our sessions each time. I also monitor the effectiveness of the procedure as we move through the process. Uh, and uh, that we can make my questions sound repetitive, because they are. I also take notes while I'm working, and I do understand that this is distracting to some people. I regret that uh, being distracted from your treatment experience is uh, not very good, is it? Generally, the details of an event are not important for me to know, and recounting details can actually reactivate the trauma. So, some of that reactivation is important, but uh, most of the reactivation is done through the uh, imaginal recall of the event. Uh, imaginal recall also allows the client to cover much more material in a session. Uh, I understand that my style might not be for everyone, and uh, I would encourage you to find a body-based therapist with whom you feel a connection, you seek, and uh, then do the work with that trusted container. Thank you again for your review. Kristen Nicole, 10 reviews. Was supposed to have my first session today, but the person I was supposed to see has started their own practice. After saying to my husband that she wanted to meet me and then we would start our sessions together, so why in the freaking F would you suggest something so stupid if you were leaving? I don't even know if I want to start my sessions here. Maybe I'll give my insurance company a ring again. And find out a different place to go. My freaking insurance! Sue Denver, 
one review. Wow, actually the most horrible ever! Went for counselling on suicidal thoughts. The counsellor recommended taking out a life insurance policy and making it look like an accident so that my relatives got paid out. This is not a joke! They were also 10 minutes late to the appointment. Avoid! Jessica Luntz. 10 reviews. I had a really bad experience. I would definitely not recommend this for counselling. I felt worse about myself leaving my first appointment than I did when I went to the appointment. Sylvia De Campo, one review. I never leave reviews, but some lady that works there keeps sending me emails about going to an Ivy League school and it's annoying. I'd pay 20 extra dollars to have that woman stop trying to flex on me. Otherwise, two stars. We'll come back, maybe. Response from the owner of Portland Couples Counseling Center. I don't know, Ms. Del Campo. This is either a fake review or someone pretending to be my employee is sending this person annoying messages. I don't actually have any employees as I work as a sole practitioner. Therefore, no one else from my business has sent Ms. Del Campo anything. Either way, this review should be taken down by Google. And to that end, I intend to report it if Miss Del Campo doesn't remove it herself. I am sorry that Miss Del Campo is receiving annoying messages. However, they are not from my organization. Madison Garcia, three reviews. Very concerned by the care of a family member received. Maybe the other clinic practitioners are better, but avoid Niles Cook. He actually caused harm rather than help. He's desperate to be liked by the teenagers he works with, and to foster that alliance alienates them from the psychiatrist, family members, and others. Daniel Muller, three reviews. This poorly run clinic is destroying a family member. They should be investigated for fraud. Predator practice. Keep your loved ones away from this rip-off scheme. Bimpy Town, five reviews. Jill Waldman is toxic and underqualified. Stay away from this place if you care about yourself. GS, six reviews. Left multiple messages over the past month. Never got a reply. Red flag. Chiwipe Uafasi, 25 reviews. Don't deal with them. My therapist snapped at me twice. The first time I thought she might have had a bad day. The second time was the following week she explained that she is not culturally sensitive. She truly traumatized me and are now telling me that There is no availability for individual therapy among providers within their group. I am here to heal. I am now out with an additional bag of trauma. This place should be investigated. Jay Halixer, two reviews. Nope. This place ain't it. Upon having a referral sent on Tuesday, I received an email stating I'd be contacted within 48 hours. When I was not contacted within 48 hours, I attempted to call and only found voicemail boxes. Their website lists hours during which they answer the phone. Nopity nope again. They don't answer phones. Upon listening to a sorted message from their VM tree, I learned that if a referral has been sent, they definitely received it and will do their best to follow up within five business days. 
So, they will not permit any kind of contact with a human at all. They send an email letting one know there will be contact within 48 hours, but in another place, that's five business days. A week or more before they even confirm if they have a waitlist. A week or more before they even confirm if they're taking on new patients or honestly if they even exist beyond a series of voicemail boxes. This is no way to treat people. It's even more no way to treat people in need of intensive psych services. Edit to add, after a week in their program, I was pretty much done. Gave it another week and keep trying. Nope, this place ain't it. Their IOP program is managed and staffed entirely by minimally experienced, limited licensed young professionals. Yes, the person who manages an intensive program for people in need of intensive treatment is not fully qualified to provide therapy without supervision. So that's a pretty big red flag. It doesn't seem unreasonable to expect that a program for people with high assiduity mental illness should be managed by someone with enough experience that they can be fully licensed. This seems like an absolute bare minimum. Other red flags include a very large proportion of three-hour treatment day consists of filling out worksheets and other independent activities with mics and cameras turned off. On one day build of three hours of group therapy, patients were directed to turn off mics and cams no fewer than five minutes, with a total invisible slash silent time of about 90 minutes. Patients were permitted to speak for a total of approximately 18 minutes. This is not group therapy. This is not any kind of therapy. This is a scam for billing insurance companies to get paid for having 8 to 12 adults sitting alone in their own homes. Not interacting with anyone at all. Another red flag. Patients are asked to complete assorted introspect self-reports that include various commitments to action. Patients are not furnished with copies of those reports. This is clearly an artefact of a speedy transition to a remote program without thinking through the therapeutic purposes of these exercises. In August 2021, such a lapse would have been understandable. In August 2023, it's inconcionable that no one seems to have thought through how to ensure each aspect of the program has a clear therapeutic purpose. Another red flag. Ableism. I asked for an agenda for the next day's program because like many people with autism, I function better in a stressful situation when I know what to expect. This was refused, with the reason given as patients are required to attend every program day regardless of agenda. Okay. Not sure what that has to do with anything, trying to be prepared for what was coming. Another red flag. Upon becoming a patient, communication does not improve. They simply don't answer the phones. 
Emails containing confidential information are sent through regular non-password protected email, including a boilerplate signature line about how one can opt out of vastly insecure email communications, but it's hard to see how one could, as they simply don't answer their phones. Their quality of care is simply less than subpar. Their remote IOP program is poorly thought out. Their therapists are all trainees, and it shows in their work. Another red flag. They monitor and respond to their reviews with boilerplate explaining their grievance process. Reviews aren't for them. They are for the unsuspecting public, and I find their responses to negative reviews Grossly disrespectful. Grossly disrespectful. You've been listening to the One Star Podcast by Robert D. Johnstone. Editing by DJ Mark One. Funding for the One Star Podcast is provided in part by our supporters on Patreon. Thank you ever so much. Goodbye. Another red flag!